1: Hey, what's going on? This is Chris Morgan, a.k.a. The Bagel Boss. I just want to say you're listening to Affirmative Murder, the hottest true crime podcast in all of the lands. Listen, I know you guys see me, maybe to catch an L, might have fall on my back like a turtle, but I will never stop standing. I will never stop being a strong man, okay? I want to let you, all you women out there know, I know this is a very heavily female-dominated industry, the true crime world, but I just want to let you know, I know you guys go for all the tall guy podcasters. You guys got to stop listening to those guys. People five feet and under make fantastic podcasts. My podcast, Short Talk, is one of the hottest podcasts coming up. And I wanted to come on this platform to announce that. And, oh, hey, man, back off. Hey, man, listen. Just say what you got to say and you got to get off. Listen, man, I will. don't you ever tell me what I can and cannot say. You're not my father. You're not my God. And you're not my fucking boss, okay? You're also not my physical therapist. You're not my dentist. You're also not my pediatrician. So don't ever think you could fix your lips to speak to me that way, okay? Now, like I said, it's episode 88 in your fucking mouth. Say hello to your mother for me. Yes, hello. Welcome to another episode of Affirmative Murder. I'm Alvin Williams, joined as always by my partner in true crime, Francel Evans. What up? We had to quickly get the Bagel Boss out of studio. That turned left really quick. Uh, He surprisingly is a a little bit racist, and it got weird. So um, shout out to the Bagel Boss, I guess. Thanks for the intro. You're never welcome here again. No. Uh, Fran, it has been a a hell of a week, man. There's been a lot of stuff going on. Uh, Just today, Sunday we were recording, the president told... A bunch of sitting congresswomen that if they don't like it here get out uh so that's like that's like textbooks racist stuff that's Mm -hmm. like that's that's like that's like classic you know like a coke classic Mm -hmm. that's like racism classic (laughs) if you don't like it here you can leave go back to africa wow so um yeah that was pretty nuts uh also on theme with what we were talking about last week or a couple of weeks ago maybe apparently the next james bond is going to be a black woman I don't know how to feel about that. Um, I mm-hmm. think that it black people don't really. That's not a franchise that we run out to go see. Mm-hmm. So it. Uh, I think it. It almost is. The movie has to look fantastic in order to make up for how many white guys are gonna boycott the movie because James Bond is kind of like their superhero. You rich, know, rich, rich white yeah. guy who mm-hmm. sleeps with women and has guns and yep. cool cars. So it's almost like a white guy franchise starring a white guy um my concerns have nothing to do with that even though my concern is who's directing it i found out who's directing it he was he's a he's a director of asian descent i believe and he made um that netflix movie Beast of no nation i don't know if you saw it it was about like child rebel rebel soldiers in africa mm-hmm. my concern is you can't take a, a black woman and just plug her into the james and just call it like this is this is Jane Bond, mm-hmm. because inherently one of James Bond's biggest superpowers is that the fact that he is a white man, he can walk into these rich parties, put on a janitor's uniform, whatever, and it, nobody questions him being in any space because he is a white man. And historically, as a black as black people, no matter how much money we have, no matter how much clout or, 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 or sway we have, if somebody doesn't know us, they immediately question what we're doing in that space. Mm. So that's not an ability that a black James Bond would have to just be like, oh, now I'm in a nice gown, now I'm at this party. Mm. And nobody's going to question why you're at the party. I think that if you're going to do a a, a black woman James Bond, that needs to be addressed, or you need to go a completely different direction with it. Now, that is something that I'm completely open to. I'm going to hold my reservations, but I was. When I first saw it, I said, "It's not. this isn't a thing where... Uh, and for the next Fast and Furious movie, Vin Diesel's not going to be in it. Mm-hmm. It's A black woman's going to, Lupita Nyungo's going to be in it as the new lead. She's taking over the Fast and Furious franchise. This is a franchise, I haven't seen the last like three James Bond movies in theater. I might have I caught them down the line just because mm-hmm. they all kind of, the last few were connected and the soundtracks were good. So I might have caught them like on a random day, but I wasn't running out to go see James Bond. So the people that are, the, that that franchise is on the backs of who supported are like British white guys mm-hmm. and American white guys too probably, but this almost seems like you're chopping the legs off of that franchise because the, the obviously the white guys are gonna like revolt about this. Mm-hmm. That's that's gonna happen immediately, and I don't want that for some young black actress who's coming up to be. Like, that, like, what happened to the girl who was playing Ariel? Like, her, she probably had to turn her Twitter notifications off. Mm-hmm. So this woman is probably getting that all day, we will be getting that all this week of, you're not my, not my James Bond hashtag. It's not her fault, The It's not her fault. The, the, the James Bond people wanted to go in a cool direction and change it up, and the, all that's all well and good. I just know what's coming towards that woman. Is it the same producers, or is it... Oh, African I'm sure American whoever... M- oh, no, somebody- no, no, it's the same. It's the same. Yeah, okay. I'm sure it's the same, like, uh dynasty that's created the last like 40 james bond movies or whatever they have a new director a young director apparently they're like big in hollywood right now hot up-and-coming director like i said i saw beasts of no nations I-, I like that movie i'd be interested to see maybe like a bond movie starring a black woman james bond who's going into africa to 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 stop some kind of you know big time uh you know a uh, dict- dictator who's you know the st- blood diamond something to do with africa maybe the politics and that mm-hmm. the, that kind of thing but just being just a thing where she's james bond now and she's going to fancy cocktail parties and putting men in their place and i think it's a it's a it's a formula that is going to make that a flop because as much as I w- am happy for that woman for getting the role, and as much as we- black women and women in general are like, yeah, take that, white guys. Th- this is our James Bond. Are they going to go see the movie? No. You know what I mean? Like that's that's what and really will lose hella money. That's what really matters. Is like you can see that's the thing. Twitter people get caught up in this whole Twitter shit and see people. Uh, Checking somebody on Twitter or mm-hmm. reading them and being like, "Oh, you let me tell you what 2019." You can't do that in 2019. But are you coming out? Are you putting boots on the ground? Are you gonna go see the James Brown, the James Bond movie? No, I didn't. I don't know how good Atomic Blonde did. That was starring a woman and it was a spy movie. I would love to. I would love to see. I'm a, I'm a fan of original content, so I would love to see a black woman spy movie, and it just be a black woman spy movie that's independent of its own, and mm-hmm. it's not taking over the moniker of, of what, because uh, that comes with controversy yeah you know so it, it can only i'm not i'm not i'm not saying that women aren't going to go support the new james bond but what i'm saying is i know that the big slice of the pie of the franchise who have been supporting it they're going to lose a big chunk of that pie. i already know that's just a fact a bunch of white guys are going to actively not go see this movie and bash this woman. And and she doesn't deserve that. She yeah. just she just took a role that is a really cool idea, I think. But I'm my concern is the storyline. Mm-hmm. That's my only concern because I like I said historically the power of James Bond is that he is this white rich man, handsome white man who can just go, oh, I put on a nice suit, I can be in the same room as the president. Mm-hmm. Black people don't have that same luxury. If they don't know who you are, it's not, "Oh, well, she has on a nice dress, so she must be allowed to be in this room with this dictator. It'd be a lot of like, who are you? Yeah. Do you have a badge? Are you allowed to? That would be the the James Bond. You know, if you go watch James Bond, I know it's like he has crazy machines and gadgets and stuff, but for the most part, you go, I don't know, he's a white guy. He works for this government agency. Yeah, he can get in and sleep with a woman and be next to this guy and go here. You kind of buy into it. Me as a black person, if I see a black woman or a black man uh, just put on a suit and just can walk into rooms full of white people and no white person's like, who's that? Yeah, That's not realistic to me because mm-hmm. that's what would happen because mm-hmm. it happens all the time. I've been in nice neighborhoods just minding my business, know somebody at a friend's house on the street and the security pulls up and is like, oh, are you, um, hey, what's going on? Are you guys like walking somewhere? I was like, Oh, no, I'm at a house here. Mm-hmm. You know, people historically come up to black people in spaces that they feel like they're not supposed to be in and harass them about yes. it. So, this uh, black James Bond wouldn't have that ability to, in in my opinion. Mm -hmm. So that's my only concern is what the storyline is going to be, but I'm going to hold off my reservations and just say, congratulations to the young lady that got the role and, uh, don't listen to anything that those horrible people are probably leaving in your mentions right now. They're ignorant, but it's going to be a lot of that. Um, aside from that, what else happened this week? Oh, the area 51 thing. Yeah. Uh, I, what I will say to anybody that's listening that I hope it's a joke I've been on the <laughs> I've been on the Facebook group and, and there's some funny comments happening and shit and people the, the people the post people are putting up about the uh, if you type hashtag area 51 in mm-hmm. you see some hilarious memes of people I hope, it's be doing j- this. I hope it's not a joke no man cause if they run up on that place it's gonna be bad man yeah and that's when they should learn that's why I said I hope it's not to no, you don't, don't play insane. around like that it's gonna be bad man it's going to be really, really bad. Um, I highly recommend the Bob Lazar documentaries on Netflix to anybody. Uh, but listen, don't fuck around with uh, restricted government areas. That's not funny. I don't care how many people you get to go do it. Oh, they can't stop do, all I mean, of us. Why yeah, they, they can. Why do they want to? T- well, man. what what happens every, every couple of years, the Area 51 thing gets brought back up and people get hyped up about it again Mm -hmm. because I mean like I said I just watched I've I've been following Bob Lazar for ever since I was like 14 years old now Um, he has some I think he worked at Area 51 man like Mm -hmm. I if if anybody thinks he's lying you gotta prove it and nobody's been able to prove that he that he hasn't that the stuff that he's saying he's saying that he worked at Area 51 Uh specifically at a at a specific like a, a base on Area 51. He uh-huh. worked at a different... Not Area 51. Where is it? Arizona or something? It's in Nevada desert. Okay. He's Never saying he's he has worked on alien spacecrafts at this base in, on Area 51. With aliens. Has he seen aliens? He hasn't alien? said he's seen any aliens. He has said that he's worked with alien spacecrafts that are designed with technology that is so advanced that it can't be from this planet. Mm-hmm. And that he knows for a fact that the walk, the talk around because everything is like clearance, everything yeah. is so he only knows as much as he was allowed to know. Okay, but from what he heard, the stuff was recovered from a crash site, a, a craft, a, a craft crashed, mm-hmm. and he was brought in to try to reverse engineer the technology to figure out how it works so mm-hmm. it can be uh, you know applied to you know to government military machines and mm-hmm. shit like that. He said in the 1980s that they were working on this element. That's not from this planet, mm. and everybody was like, "This dude's crazy." Da 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 da. About fifteen years after that, the element that he's been talking about since the eighties—it's on the periodic table now. Mm. So that's he—that's he, the—he tr- told the truth in that a- in that aspect. You know, like that's the truth. He talked about this element, what it does, whatever. Now it's on the periodic table. They called him crazy. He said that he came out because he didn't want people to kill him. So he thought the safest thing for him to do was just be out, be seen, talk about it. And they can't, you know, shoot his tires out while he's driving down on the highway and take him out. I want to know about the aliens. Stuff. I, from what I know, he has not seen any aliens. But my point mm-hmm. is, the the Area 51 thing came back up because I, I believe. Well, people by, think aliens are there. Yeah. Well, they think they dissect aliens and all kind of shit. That'd be because crazy. Area 51 is associated with aliens. Yeah. So people are we allowed are to talk about that? Are we, about, are we allowed to talk about this? I don't know what we're allowed to talk about. I'm speaking. I don't know. Mics catch on fire. I don't know. Hey man, look, I don't know anything, man. I'm dumb as shit, so I, it doesn't matter. I, I, I don't know. I'm just talking. I'm just parroting some shit I heard. I don't know anything. I'm i dumb. Laptop blow up. Yeah, uh, allegedly. I'm out of here. Hey, allegedly, allegedly, <laughs> everything I just said, allegedly. But I think that the Area 51, rushed the Area 51 thing, popped back up because Bob Lazar recently went on the Joe Rogan podcast, which is like the biggest podcast in the world. So you go on Joe Rogan podcast you're going to be in a lot of people's brains. Mm-hmm. And then he had a recently, a documentary came out on Netflix that kind of reintroduced people to, who, who, to Bob Lazar, who might not know who he is, or you got to see a different side of Bob Lazar. Like where's Bob Lazar now? Cause mm-hmm. it's, you, they interview him now and kind of reverse his whole trajectory from the eighties. Like, where'd you get started? How did people find out about you? And it's him talking about it in 2019, mm-hmm. but then flashing back to these videos that everybody's seen. If you know anything about conspiracy uh, theories and in and, and Area 51 you've seen the videos of him on talk shows and talking about aliens and That's all these videos dangerous video- man it's dangerous but it's also dangerous to just be who he is if he's telling the truth if he doesn't do this and he lays too low he might wake up with a bullet in his brain one day you know? he still so- can wake up with a bullet well, can't wake up with a bullet. In but bed, if you but wake up with a bullet in your brain and you've been talking about how the government wants to kill you all these years, the government's gonna look a little suspicious if he just pops. Oh, he died in an explosion in his house. His house just blew up. It's like everybody that's a conspiracy theorist, like me and other people, were like, that gives them more fire to say, oh, they killed him. And then what?
2: He pushed under the rug and we move on.
1: That's true. But my point is, yeah. That, but what, what, you're, what you're saying, how you just said that, that's all this Area 51, Rush Area 51 thing is. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hope it's just everybody just let's just make a funny thing Area 51 it's on everybody's mind let's let's try to get a group oh they would clear all y'all out easy yes What I, but what I'm afraid will happen is they're talking about it's like 100,000 people or whatever that 100,000 people don't go but like 5 people go or even one person and then people that's even easier to just cover up this guy, oh man, yeah, he likes to rock climb in the Nevada mountains, and he just died. Yeah. He was out there hiking, and he died. And it's then his easy. family has to come out and say, he doesn't even like to hike. He was doing the Area 51 thing. Like, ma'am, uh, ma'am, don't listen to her. She's it's, crazy. Yeah, it's easy to get hyped up for something like that. Yeah, I mean, if you really got... Listen, I'm all for the shits. If, if they're able to get 10,000 people to go out there and rush it, it's going to be some camera phone footage of somebody getting shot or something. It's going to be something where... You're going to have to say, oh, this must be something in there because they just shot a teenager. Mm. But I don't think that's going to happen. 10,000 people are not going to go to Nevada and run towards a military base. But five people could go. Ten people could go. And then that's bad. You wouldn't even get close to a EMP off, scramble your phone, your phone dies, your live Facebook live goes off and you just are gone now. I mean, but they will clear you out miles before you even. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Especially because now you're (laughs) you're in the desert. Also, who do you think uh, monitors the internet? You don't think the Area 51 people in the Pentagon and shit are are seeing the memes? Right. They're prepared. (laughs) And they're prepared like 40 miles out. Exactly. From where Area 51 is. So you aren't going to get anywhere near it because y'all done made it so hot. (laughs) Even more scary, you could go and the shit is just gone. <laughs> like the base just like the base just can go underground or something, then you go out there and there's just nothing there and you look stupid. Man, that'd be nuts. That would be hella nuts. <laughs> but you know what? That would that would quash all the um talk. People will go, oh man, that's crazy! Area 51 isn't even real. Yeah, you think we went out there and it's nothing out there, they, like, man. They, they, put a, you.
2: they put up, they put a hologram of just a desert. Mm-hmm. Sniggling and giggling <laughs> behind it. Look,
1: they, look, they think it's gone. They're gonna go on Twitter and say it's fake and area. And then we don't have to worry about Area 51 ever again. Wow. So I don't know if that could possibly happen. I don't know if they have that technology. But according to Bob Lazar, they're working on some really high advanced shit in there. What so, do we know?
2: We don't know anything.
1: Hey, man. Like I said, <laughs> I don't know anything. So I, I, I'm not concerned about the government coming after me. What do I know? I'm dumb. I mean, we got a lot of hot takes on this show, though. That's man. fair enough. I Gotta mean, you have famously said that there aren't any bodies in graveyards, so you know they might mm. they might come after us next. We could be we might be exposing too much. That's not a hot take, so that's not a hot take, though. No. It's just facts. Yep. All right, man, we're gonna hop into uh, <laughs> we're gonna jump into these good vibes and just get out of that. That let's not go in that conversation again. <laughs> so let's get into these good vibes. Good vibes.
0: Good, good, good vibrations.
1: That's right, folks. It's time for another good vibe segment. Fran, you got something for me? Yeah. Vibes uh, it up. My it's good like, vibe, a, like stir it up, like
2: Bob Marley. Go ahead. Yeah, I like okay, it. Yeah. Uh, so my good vibe this week is about um, Jaden Smith, who just recently turned twenty twenty one. Um, yeah. Yep. And he deployed a vegan food truck to Whoa. hand out free meals to homeless. The king. Yep. So Jaden Smith is all, I mean Just to speak on I love the Will The Smith family
1: The whole Smith family yes. But me specifically I think Jaden Smith is a prophet I think he's He just Jaden be knowing. Yeah he do be woke Super woke
0: Yeah
2: So Jaden Smith is already famous For being a beloved musician And actor Yep But now he's doing even more To add to his growing reputation As a philanthropist Earlier this week The young celebrity Celebrated his 21st birthday Man,
1: he just turned 21? 21, bro. He's out here giving water to people, food, making fire music. Wow. He was in The Pursuit of Happiness, which is a classic. I oh, mean, yes. <laughs> 21. I mean, I could only dream. man. Yeah. I, <laughs> that much accomplished at 21? Yep. I was working at the mall.
2: Yes. Yes.
1: Uh, so, yeah, him celebrated. he celebrated his
2: 21st birthday by giving away free vegan meals to homeless people on Skit Row. Now, if I'm not mistaken, Skit Row is Where like all a strip the homeless of homeless people. people. Where yeah,
1: all okay. of them are, right. yeah.
2: California, a lot of, right? A lot, lot of broken dreams California? on Skid Row.
1: In, in L.A. Yeah, okay. A lot of broken dreams on, on Skid Row. I, I feel like it's, one, it's a lot of people left over from when the crack epidemic hits. Hit. So There's a mm-hmm. lot of like older people. But then I feel like it's also a lot of people that, you know, if you flashback five years, it's them walking, getting off a bus like, ah, Hollywood, I'm going to become the next Tom Cruise. And then shit just went bad, and then yeah. now they're homeless and living in Los Angeles. Wow. Uh, we know so, a guy uh, but it's just lying living. Oh yeah, we do. In, oh, in yeah, way. we yeah, yeah, you don't have to say names, but yeah, you know, it's the city of false dreams, man. Yeah. So the giveaway,
2: yeah, the giveaway was just the first of many pop up events that um, he will be hosted that that will be hosted by Jaden's new "I Love You" restaurant vegan food truck. Oh wow! Though Jaden has not disclosed any details about how often the truck will be distributing the free meals. It's busy man. I'm glad that he's doing vegan meals, not yeah. like know
1: some unhealthy. Yeah, you know, giving people just like brown greasy of, yeah. fast food yep. and shit like that. I don't know if I could go vegan, but as a homeless person, I'll eat. You could give them you. They would have eaten anything. You yeah. could have pulled up in a McDonald's truck. So it's good that you're giving them healthy, food healthy exactly. Yeah, for yep. sure. Yep. Um. So the project
2: has already garnered an. An outpouring of praise and support on social media. For sure. This is not the first time that Jaden Pinkett and Will Smith's Smith's son has made headlines for charity work. Mm -hmm. In March, Jaden's foundation collaborated with a church in Flint, in Flint, Michigan, in order to deploy various water filtration systems. Mm -hmm. He is now asking his fans to keep an eye out for the I Love You restaurant, vegan food truck in Los Angeles, because it will reportedly be making many more appearances in the days to come. Bless. So, I mean, I thought that I just, like I said again Just to him doing vegan food Which is yeah. healthy food
1: Incredibly From what I've heard Yeah you know, um, To these homes, It's healthy people, not, It's healthy It's eco-friendly Because there's no animal Yeah No animal byproducts No animals in it involved So, it's sustainable It doesn't kill the planet to eat vegan. Right. I just, I don't, I couldn't do it, man. No cheese, no milk, no. I don't drink milk, but like no cheese, no meat, no, it's just so much stuff. You don't drink milk. Well, you, it's no animal byproducts. So nothing that's from an animal. Cheese is from an animal. Milk is from an animal. No meat. uh, It's a lot of stuff, man. Yeah, but
2: you say you don't drink milk.
1: I don't drink milk. I watched the video on like a not eat cereal. I don't, I don't. I I use almond milk. Almond milk. How I've been using, I found oat milk. Oat milk is, is, I think I like it better than almond milk. But almond milk, I mean, milk isn't supposed to really taste like anything. Almond milk kind of has like a nutty taste a little bit. Mm. But then whatever you're eating with it, it takes on that. If it's chocolate cereal, it becomes chocolate, you know? So okay. um, I just, I, I, you know, those animal, I like meat enough to that where those animal videos from inside the slaughterhouses don't change my mind. Mm-hmm. Sadly, I think they're terrible, but they don't. But I saw a video on... Like what cow's milk is, and I I can't I can't. Um, It hasn't stopped me from eating cheese yet because I haven't seen a video of cheese being disgusting, so I'm avoiding that because I love cheese. Um, But yeah, I don't I don't I couldn't go full vegan. It's it's crazy. But expensive, ain't it? Probably yeah, more expensive than not being a vegan. Definitely. I Mm -hmm. mean, because you everything that is healthy costs more money. So because that makes sense. Um don't get it. The world, you know, <laughs> capitalism. Uh but Jaden Smith, yes. People wonder why I think Jaden Smith you know what it is, no. People used to wonder why I you know I would always say Jaden be Jaden be knowing or Jaden yeah. he's the one and all this kind of stuff. And then he just kept showing and proving and people I saw this with his state of mind years ago. I I just knew the kid was just a different he hmm. thought different than than a fifteen-year-old kid I've ever seen, yeah. and then he came up with the just water thing, which is a water in a a, a paper box mm-hmm. that is biodegradable, doesn't leave plastic in the water. Which anybody that knows about, I mean. We're... Humans are a virus, so there's nothing we can really do about it, but what happens is plastics go into the ocean and they become microplastics mm-hmm. and then salmon eats the plastics and, you know, and dolphins eat the plastic and so not just the animals that we don't eat, but animals that we do eat eat the plastic. We ingest salmon and fish. You know how much I love sushi. I'm still going to eat it and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm just... I've just accepted that we're all going to die of cancer because it's just the world is... That's just kind of how it is. We're going to ingest plastic mm-hmm. or whatever the government is, you know, putting in the air. That's That's all of our fate. You know, hopefully you just get to... It's at 75, 80 years old. But we're ingesting microplastics and all this kind of stuff. And Jaden Smith said, what if we... If you want to... Because everybody doesn't like to refill the water like I have, the Brita filter. Yeah. Some people are like, I just like to go in the fridge, bang, just crack open a fresh water. What if instead of like trying to... bottle water? Yeah, like a bottle of water. Mm-hmm. Well, what, but bottled waters are just so... They go right into the waste. You, you crack open 50 bottles of water a day. Or not, just not one person. But let's say a person goes through on average like five bottles of water a day mm-hmm. that all just you finish it boom it goes into the trash can for no reason when you could be using uh a, 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 like a reusable aluminum bottle like I use or Jaden Smith said what if you you don't have to stop doing your routine but I'll make all of the bottles out of uh, cardboard mm-hmm. which is way more bio it goes away you know and then now this thing it's like he just the dude is the dude is trying to make a difference in the world and that's big and also his album is fire his mm. new album is fire yeah. so um it's called like eras or whatever mm. dude's talented i mean he's the son of James jada Pinkett and will smith so of course yeah. you know that all makes sense but it he didn't just there's some people who are like my dad's an actor my life's great so i'll just become like an actor and do teen movies or something like that he's went beyond that he's not just settling in being will smith and jada Pinkett smith's son He's doing his own path, making his own legacy, and he's a smart kid. Um, So shout out to Jaden Smith, and shout out to the I Love You food truck? I Love You, yeah. I, vegan yeah, food a vegan truck. food truck. And giving food to homeless, that's amazing. The dude is incredible. I, I have nothing but respect for Jaden Smith. I think he's a very smart kid. My good vibes this week, I, I don't really have much detail on it. I'm, I'm, I'm actually, this is almost like a a, 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 I'm calling, you know, it's like a rallying call. I want people to, I'm looking for the information. I recently, j- over the weekend, saw a video of a kid down in New Orleans was tap dancing? Oh yeah, like that. busking on the street. Yeah, he's tap dancing on the street with crushed Coca Cola cans oh. on the bottom of his sneakers. Yeah, um, and as amazing at tap dancing, which is an art form that you don't just—you have to really he like tap dancing yeah. to to find out how to be good at tap dancing because you're not going to learn how to tap dance in school mm-hmm. or like you know what I mean. Like it's just not an art form that's around. All the kids want to be rappers or auto-tune singers or DJs or whatever, and you see this kid tap dancing on the street, not rapping or playing an instrument, Mm. dancing a a very specific art form, and he doesn't even have tap shoes on, and he's incredible at tap dancing. And I don't know his name. All I saw was the video, but if anybody knows this kid's name and can find a GoFundMe or a cash app, I'm dying to give this guy my money, man. He's like 14 years old. He could be out here being a squeegee boy which I, I know I shit on those guys a lot but look at what this kid is doing he's putting art into the world as opposed to nothing You know? they're still out there by the way oh I know that they're not going anywhere
2: <laughs> <laughs> I know they're out there still they're not going I, anywhere I was out I was coming from the city into the, into the county and then I was with Steph so she goes and the light turned red she goes oh shit yeah and I like you I shouldn't have to feel creeped, like that I That's... creeped up you know he's got to stop at the light yeah. I had to creep up until that light went green yeah I'm
0: going you it's shouldn't wild. have to
1: feel like that just driving living your life oh shit the light I'm stuck that's how you they have us gripped in fear of them like maybe uh, kicking my car because I don't give them a dollar anyway yeah. <laughs> don't get me started man I'm trying to give praise to this young man I don't know his name but the video is making his way around. And if anybody stumbles upon the real one, because I'm not trying to give money to a fake cash app or a fake GoFundMe. I want the real kid's information. If he has a Twitter or a Facebook, something, I want to get this kid money. I want to give him shoes. I want him to get whatever he needs because that's talent and it needs to be nurtured. It, 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 it's it's a must this this has to be this kid needs to be in a, a performing arts school he needs to be on ellen he needs he needs to be given every opportunity to succeed in his art form that he can and not be dancing with crushed up soda cans on the bottom of his shoes so i'm anybody i'm imploring anybody that if you find out this kid's name if you find a uh, gofundme or whatever tag us it's affirmative murder on every social media site uh my name is alvin williams Please, if you find it, tag me. I'm, I'm dying to just support this kid in any way that I can. Again, I don't know his name, but the video brought me so much joy. But it also made me sad because I'm 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 from a, a city where I see so many talented people that feel like there's no way out, so they just are talented at something, and then just it almost just becomes a hobby because the way to success in that field doesn't seem realistic. You play basketball, but you don't, oh, I don't really know scouts and all this kind of stuff. Or you do music, but... And I think your music is really good, but but I got to work, man. I got to eat. And and nobody's supporting you. And I've seen people just kind of just give up on their dreams because they don't feel like they know the next step to go. Mm -hmm. And I don't want that to happen to this kid because I I don't even know anything about tap dancing, but I know it looked good. I know it looked entertaining. It looked like he was talented at it. So we need to nurture that. Yeah, I mean, shout out to the guy that... That yeah, went up walked up on it. Yeah. I don't know that guy's name either, but he almost. And it he, got it he got emotional. He got emotional, and also what sucks about it is maybe, I think it was his wife filming it. Yeah. And I could be wrong about this, but it almost seemed like everybody was kind of just like, yeah, whatever. And then this guy went, do y'all see this? Yeah. You know, it, it took him to go. Those are soda cans on the bottom of his yeah, he shoes. Had like
2: he had a pair of Air Force Ones on it. Yeah, it
1: was, it was like high-top <laughs> Air Forces that, he, I don't even know, g- Gorilla Glue? Something. Got him to stay on the bottom, because he's like, I mean, he's going so fast, and the cans are staying on, and he's just dancing on like a piece of metal, but not like a, something that he brought, like a grate, like a subway, it was gr- like, like a grate, yeah. or like something you like want to a- twist to get to the wires. The yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, yep. He's dancing on that, man, like, that it was incredible. But again, it took that guy. And I could be wrong, cause this only filming the kid, it could have been six hundred people behind the woman filming. Mm-hmm. But it felt like you started seeing more money go in the bucket mm-hmm. and more cheers when the guy went, Do y'all see this? Yeah. Like it it, t- it takes that sometimes. Sometimes it takes a person to go, Look at what is happening. And then mm-hmm. people go, What? Oh, soda cans. Oh wow, yeah, he is right. That is amazing. I want to help too. And everybody wants to be the next person, oh yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm one of those people, but only because from a distance. If I saw that kid doing that, I was walking down the street, I'd take all the money I had in my in my in my wallet and go, "Here's twenty, forty dollars, man. You don't have shoes? Let's go get you some shoes, man. You know, cause cause you need to nurture that in a young kid, man. That that kid could have been out there just doing nothing or doing something dangerous, but he's choosing to put a hat down and busk and and perform something amazing instead of you know. Busting people over the hip for their money,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and 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 let's nurture that. Unless I don't know that guy's name, but remember that young guy that was from the '90s, he had dreadlocks and he was a tap dancer. Yeah. I think he became the Sandman on the Apollo. Light skin guy. Light skinned guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's it's such an art form that I don't even know the big players in it. Like I don't I don't know who the legendary tap dancers mm-hmm. are, but I remember that guy. I Can't yeah. remember his name, mm-hmm. but he was like a. Young, it was cool to see a young guy put bring hip hop to tap dancing and all this kind of stuff. And this kid made me feel that way about tap I don't give a shit about tap but you see a young black kid doing it like oh doing it to the Migos or whatever you're like oh shit that's I can watch this mm-hmm. they have all these dance shows and competitions on television let's help this kid Say so the kids that play the drums down in, at the harbor yeah fucking A1 Chops yeah. you know they're still around doing their thing you know they had a moment they got on Ellen DeGeneres mm-hmm. I want to support any young black kid that I, that is out here doing something positive when you see the environment that they're in, they could be doing something negative. Mm. I know what a kid from West Baltimore could be doing instead of playing a, a snare drum. So this kid, I think he's from Louisiana, New Orleans. He's out here. Please, if anybody can find this information, I, w- I would love to to support this kid in some kind of way. I know, I know that if you if somebody does find it and tag me, and he's all he's already getting the yeah. support, mm-hmm. but because of the joy that he brought me. I need to give him ten dollars. I need to, I need to give him something to th- I want to con- I want to contribute to the mountain of support that I hope he's getting. So um, yeah, that, that was my good vibes. I, I don't know if you haven't seen it, look it up please because it's incredible. Um, with that being said, what we're gonna do is uh, you know I know we had to kick him out early, but listen, Bagel Boss is out here doing numbers. I think that video is probably at like a hundred million views. Who knows? Um, we're gonna leave out with uh, I'm a boss. You know, unfortunately, we couldn't find the I'm a Bagel Boss remix. But this is I'm a Boss by Meek Mill and Rick Ross. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about some fucked up shit. Stick around. We in the building. building. Y'all are like not. Like not. You sure in the paper, you going ball or not. I'm a boss. 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 i I call it cops. Uh. We in the business. It's, it's going down. Yeah, All right, and we are back. Fran, it is your turn to go first this week. Please, the floor is yours. <clears throat> so, my affirmative murder this week is about
2: Thomas G. Woolfork, mm. um, the, the most infamous crime in 19th century, in the 19th century in Georgia. Oh. So, Thomas G. Woolfork was born June 18th, 1860, in Bibb County, Throwback. to Susan Moore and Richard F. Woolfork in the farmhouse on his father's large cotton plantation. The same house where the murders occurred 20 years
1: later. Ooh. Anything, Anytime you're talking about a, a cotton mill in the 1860s, I'm like, this is ugh, spooky. A lot of <laughs> whipbacks.
2: Yeah. Uh, so his mother, who was from Athens in Clark County, mm-hmm. married Richard Woolfork in 1854, the year he graduated from the University of Georgia. Tom was the third child and only son of his parents. Mm. Shortly after his birth, Tom's Tom's mother died, and he and his sisters were sent to live with a with a maternal aunt in Athens. Tom's father, a businessman and landowner, remarried in
1: 1867.
2: Oh, so this is a white man. Yes. Okay. Sounds yes. oh, like a, owns land. <laughs> <laughs> owns
1: land? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he remarried
2: in 1867. And shortly thereafter, Tom moved back to Bibb County to live with his, fa- with his father and new stepmother, Maddie Howard. Uh, Tom Woolfork was quarrelsome and irritable by nature and noticeably mentally deranged. Mm. Those who knew him thought he was, I mean, it's a lot of words here. So. Okay. Those who knew him thought he was a sharp, cunning, mm. dissipated, unscrupulous <laughs> unscrupulous unscrupulous fellow okay and a very pr- preserved mm-hmm. um, stubborn and and es- eccentric and a cranky sort of a person that's what they said about like, this guy that's
1: like, that's like a terrifying <laughs> <laughs> that's what they that's anybody, how they describe anybody that's this guy. like smart and clever but like kinda mean and, and unpredictable yeah. like, uh, he could be that's a sociopath yes you know so
2: um Georgia Bird, a young woman who married Wolfork but left him within three weeks, mm. three weeks, and later divorced him, said that he quote is not crazy, it is simple meanness. Mm. He is the meanest man I ever saw, and there is nothing too mean for him to do.
1: Oh, yeah, that's good. that's a scary yep. description of a person.
2: Wolfork hated his stepmother and strongly disliked the six children, which is his brothers
1: and brothers sisters. and sisters. Yeah.
2: Um, the six children born as a result of his father's remarriage.
1: Why did he hate him? I don't know. I mean, well, probably because he maybe resents somebody coming in and taking his mother's place, and also a thing that I had to get over as a kid of a of like a dad who had multiple other kids mm-hmm. was he got sent away. Yeah. So okay. it's like, well, how come you get to get raised? He'll raise you, mm-hmm. but he didn't raise me. Right. You know, they get to oh Christmas at the. They got the Christmas tree and the presents and all this kind of stuff. That's something, you know. That all, and also he's like deranged, yeah. so that is a way bigger factor than me yeah. just being like, hmm, I don't like that. Yeah, so he's like, I hate those kids. As like why? To, yeah, for him it's
2: like why? You know, when my mom passed, I get sent away. But he get to go. Women here he get, get, get to go and remarry and have all his kids. Yeah. Then we old enough, we got to come back to, and then
1: every and like everything like, is okay. You might not feel like uh, you like you have a place.
2: Right. Right. So his ill will towards his father's new family was heightened by the belief that they stood in the way of his inheriting his mm, father's properties.
1: Mm, money will do it too. Yeah. Money, yeah, money, yep. yeah mm-hmm.
2: I mean, his dude had businesses and land and whatnot, yeah. and then he's probably going to get not even half of that if you know, if it went down that way. Yeah, because now
1: he has this new yeah. w- wife and they have their kids, All these so damn those, kids, ki- those yep. kids might be more important to him than his first kids. So no, even you being the oldest, that might not be the factor that he uses right. to give his land. It was like, who's my favorite of my new kids? Yeah, yeah. That might not be you. So between 2 a.m. and 4 a.m.
2: on Saturday, August 6, 1887, nine members of the Wolfwick family were brutally murdered with an ax. Oh. Tom's father, who was 54. Tom's stepmother, who was 41. Their six children, Richard Jr., who was 20. Pearl, who was 17. and who was 10. Rosebud who was 7, Charlie who was 5, and a, and baby Maddie who was 18 months. Oh wow. And Miss Temperance, Miss Temperance West, 84, and an aunt of Miss Wolford.
1: Jesus. She was an aunt of Miss Wolford. So that means he killed the two sisters that were his age.
2: Yeah. Damn. Mhm. So the only inhabitant of the f- the farmhouse not slain was who? Tom Woolford. Mm-hmm. Who before daybreak sought help from neighbors. Claiming that his father's family had been murdered,
1: how like eight
2: people get murdered, murdered, and then you just you just made it out.
1: Oh man, <laughs> I, I fell asleep in the storm cellar by myself, and I guess I just woke up and everybody was dead. Help us! I don't, I don't I don't see any excuse to. But back then you could just be like, it was a slave. Yeah. And then now they oh, at wow. least come may spend spend a couple days looking for some slave that did it. Yep. Kill some slave That didn't do anything You know
2: Yeah so by, uh, Before daybreak Sought help from the neighbors Claiming that his father's family Had been murdered And that he had escaped Escaped death Only by jumping out of a window Oh Wolfolk then returned to the house Before anyone else got there He later claimed That he moved from room to room To confirm that everyone was dead Yeah cause he killed all of them
1: This was know. what he told everybody This when is he what and... he told No team, yep. trust me They're all dead I checked Before I came to get help Yeah they're all dead I already. Everything's already solved, guys. I, yeah. It was definitely not me. Yep. And every they're all dead, and and uh, so let's just move on. Yeah, was you don't like, even have to go in the house. It's like just come follow
2: me to the house, but give me a 20 minute head start, and then you come. Yeah, so you can run it through. Come
1: back and like I, I got some <laughs> stuff. To make, so the place is a mess, and, yeah. and you know my my dad wouldn't want people in the house uh, with it being a mess like this. So I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna just <laughs> clean up a little bit, and then you guys can come and just see. Oh my God, the massacre. Yep.
2: So yeah, he went room to room to make sure everybody was dead. Then he heard the, um... And and that he heard the unknown killers exit the back way. Slamming the fence gate, I mean, because they slammed the gate before, they made sure it was closed before mm-hmm. they left. Slammed the fence gate behind them. He then washed himself and flung his blood-stained clothing down the well.
1: Uh, you mean, just get re- getting rid of evidence?
2: <laughs> <laughs> so within hours, several several thousand people have rushed to the Wolford home and a coroner's inquest was held on the spot suspicion immediately focused on Wilford of course he had specks of blood in his ears I mean people really don't even
1: and this was the 18 this was the 1800s and they noticed something like that so you definitely can't get away with a murder these days they saw blood in his ears that's how bad he was at this at least burn the house down <laughs> See but he wanted To get the house Yeah You burn the house down You say I don't know What the hell happened I wasn't even home The house burned down All the bodies are burnt up Maybe they can't tell How they got killed But, gotta, at, but he wants the house He did everything But forgot to clean his ears Cause Come on man You're not even thinking About shit like that Well you know I forget to hit, hit my ears someday But I mean
2: that's just That's just where you slip up I mean Yeah, hey. it's, yeah hey. it's just where you slip up And you got caught Yeah so he had Specks of blood in his ears There was a bloody handprint on his leg. Oh, God. Didn't he say he took a bath? (laughs) He just cleaned up. He just changed his clothes, basically. Took a horse bath. Yeah, yep. So, yeah, a bloody handprint on his leg. He behaved oddly, showing no emotion about the tragedy and appearing more apprehensive than than grief-stricken. And his explanation of why he alone had survived seemed unlikely. There was no evidence of forced entry or theft. The coroner's jury therefore concluded that Woolfolk was the murderer, but even before the verdict was rendered, the, sh- the sheriff had quietly conveyed f- Woolfolk to jail to prevent the angry crowd from lynching him.
1: Yeah, he killed kids. Yeah. Uh,
2: so the murders electrified Georgia and the nation. Electrified Georgia and the nation were the subject of immense newspaper coverage, including the article that appeared on the front page of the New York Times mm. that day after the slaying. Much of the press coverage was sensationalistic. The Greensboro Herald and Journal called the crime more bloody, more fiendish, and exhibiting a deeper, a deeper depravity than any crime ever committed in the state.
1: Yeah. The well, pre- except for all the lynchings and murdering of slaves, but yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> so the too.
2: yeah the press nicknamed Tom Bloody Wolford. That's what they that's what the press named him. And then the case was the most. Publicized Criminal Proceeding in Georgia's History So Wilfork was Indicted on 9 counts of murder But tried only for the Murders of his father and the trial Began in Superior Court of Bibb County on December 5th 1887 After only 12 minutes of Deliberation the jury convicted Him on December 15th And the same day he was sentenced to death Mm. On February 11th 1889 However the Supreme Court of Georgia Granted Wilfork a new trial because the trial court had permitted the introduction of damaging but inadmissible testimony, and also because it had done nothing when during closing arguments, um, court say courtroom spectators referring Wolfok had shouted, "Hang him! Hang him! Hang him!" Mm,
1: so that like tainted the so yeah. that, like tainted the jury. Yep. Mm. So after
2: the superior court decision, Wolfok was granted a, a change of venue. Retrial began on June third, eighteen eighty nine, and Perry in the Supreme look in the Superior at, look at Court.
1: Jesus, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> this is, if this was a black be, dude. They would have <laughs> they would have been like, bang, guilty, and then just hung him there in the court. He killed eight his eight members of his own family. Got a new trial. Got a retrial. That's it wow. Moved it like let's get you some better jury. People.
2: And then he got transported to the prison.
1: Yeah, safely. Like, safely. Uh, make <laughs> sure you don't get hurt.
2: Mm. It's insane, right? Uh. So yeah, in Perry in the Superior Court of, of Houston County on June 24th, after deliberating for 45 minutes, the jury convicted Wolford, who was sentenced to death the following morning. On July 28, 1890, the George the Georgia Supreme Court upheld the conviction and sentence. At his retrial, as his first trial, Woolfolk made an unsworn test, an unsworn, sta- an unsworn statement to the jury denying guilt. At both trials, however, the evidence of Wilfork's guilty was overwhelming. Yeah, obviously. Um, so Wilfork was hanged in front of a crowd of ten thousand people on Wednesday afternoon, October twenty ninth, eighteen ninety, in Perry. The site of the hanging was the usual place of public execution in those days in Perry.
1: I mean, this I, I, co- this country was just how built, can people built just so much grotesque mutilation and just massacring, man, like. The, the normal spot like oh yeah that's you know it's hanging hey, on Wednesday let's that's get some I mean. popcorn and <laughs> you
2: know. like do y'all plan like hey we going to the, the yeah. hanging Friday night or what
1: I guess so they didn't have TiVo I
2: mean come on it's just, they just got a spot for it. no it's already set
1: up no Nintendo switches you know they no. just you know go watch the, that's, li- that's the, the life entertainment somebody's yeah. body uh
2: so the site yeah the site the usual hanging place um, a natural valley where big Indian creek joins the Fanny Gresham branch about a quarter mile west of Houston County Courthouse. While on the, the scaffold, Woolfork disappointed the crowd by once more prof- professing
1: his innocence. Oh, that made, him, that made the crowd that sad. made. Him, yeah. <laughs> crowd He's like, I just want to say, Boo! <laughs> he heckling somebody trying I to life. I didn't do it, i
2: Throwing fucking
1: rocks and shit at him. Tomatoes.
2: So Tom Woolfork lies buried near one of his sisters at Orange Hill Cemetery in... Hawkinsville and Pulaski County That's his, team, his to, yeah, his tombstone is almost um, eligible and was recently repaired after being vandalized I mean why do you gotta give him a new one
1: look at him getting all this amazing
2: <laughs> treatment this is crazy why would you bury that man next to somebody that he murdered yeah so his nine victims are buried in two rows. their graves topped by red brick overlays in the family spot in the family plot at Rose Hill Cemetery in, in Macon the individual graves were originally unmarked Sometime after March two thousand five, head headstones. I mean, headstones were placed on the each grave. Um, a marble step leading into the gravesite contains the name Wolford. From I mean, from 18, eighteen, whenever he was killed to two thousand five, and somebody goes,
1: Hey man, this got a mark. put something I down mean, here. That's. But he got a gravestone.
2: Yeah, he got two.
1: <laughs> Look at that fame. You become a famous. It's like, crazy. So that was Thomas Wolford who murdered his. Brutally
2: family. murdered his whole family with an axe. Jeez, because I'm surprised wanted,
1: he doesn't have some kind of like a, like a nursery rhyme about him, like Bloody Mary, you know, like Bloody Tom or something Because that's crazy. I love that he, because I, I guarantee that's why he didn't burn the house down. because like, well, I want the, I want the yeah. house. Let's get these bodies out of here, and then I get to keep the house. So that's crazy.
2: But I mean, do you think he would have got away with it if he didn't go run into his neighbors? I don't stand? think
1: he would have got away what with it because clearly this, this guy's an idiot. I mean, uh, yeah, he had crazy. a hand. A bloody hand on his leg? Yeah. Come on. That was Those are details that... He should almost feel ashamed that he couldn't get away... He didn't even get away with it for like a day. No. They immediately knew. You couldn't get away... You couldn't be... You couldn't elude suspicion for more than a week in 1860? All you had to do was just be clean and just say you weren't there and people yeah. would have looked for something else for at least a couple of days. Immediate... That's how... That's how bad he was at this. That in 1860, no DNA evidence, no cameras, no nothing. He immediately walked around with evidence on his body. This guy has blood in his ear and a hand grabbing his leg. So he was definitely, somebody was alive to grab him. They don't even have to be like the most astute detective to figure that out. Like, oh, somebody, a hand is on his leg and it's bloody. That means they weren't all dead when he was there, like he said. So he's lying. Also, him doing with an axe is a lot of work, I would assume. Well, I mean, there weren't a ton of options in the eighteen. 18- yeah, but 18- I mean, you
2: go you got short vibes, heavy. Let's get like a small hand one. Yeah, I don't know, what's this
1: called? a Hatchet. What's- yeah, like a hatchet. Yeah, yeah. I'm so su- I would think that you know to somebody oh. would wake up. I mean, yeah, sound, I feel like an axe is pretty loud. You get to mm. maybe like five. I might have you know wake up from my sleep and go. Uh. He probably went strongest to, to weakest, like kill the adults first, then the oldest sisters and then it's like a 6 year old and it was
2: like a huge farmhouse everybody has their own little wing and it's room quiet or something yeah but perhaps i mean Go nine separately.
1: people nine people it's you know that joke which i don't think is it's it's not really a good joke cuz they are stabbing the shit out of people in the uk but some comedian had a joke where it was like there was this massive stabbing like 40 people got stabbed and it's like you didn't move after 20 yeah. how do you how are you the 40th person stabbed you know and that's the joke where like, it. Yeah. the ninth person asked is like, I mean, are you a deep Wait, sleeper? Or? Wh- what?" I'm sorry.
2: A stabbing? What, what's going on?
1: Well, there's no guns in the UK, so there's a lot of stabbings there. Oh, that's just what they do? That's what they do. Because okay. you got to still hurt people. Okay, I thought
2: I thought this was like a...
1: Like a thing? Yeah. No, it's just like that's their method of hurting people gotcha. in the UK. When you get robbed in the UK, there's no gun, so mm. they'll not rob you at knife point. They just don't have any guns. They're, they're, the citizens aren't allowed to... It's hard to get a gun in the UK. Hmm. So that's the... That's the NRA and the you know gun-loving people in America's. that's their argument. Like, well, they don't have guns over there and people still get hurt, but you know, I don't know. I yeah. don't really feel like getting into that. But yeah, no, the citizens in the UK don't that's have... good to know. I'll be citizens. like, hey, back up. Yeah, okay, like what? stay real. Yeah. <laughs> 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 if you just, you know what I mean, like give, give me like t- 20 yards. Yeah, you get a little too close. You know what I <laughs> mean? Then you got to assassinate, stab me to rob exactly. me in the UK because I'm immediately like, oh, you're kind of close. You want to ask yeah. me what time it back is? Up. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Me go five paces back, it is uh eleven thirty. Yep. You know, so Your hand is behind your back, oh wait. Yeah, let me hold me you some space. Yeah. You know, boom. So I mean maybe it's you know, we're being a little flippant about being stabbed. I've never yeah. been stabbed, it might be a little easier to get stabbed than that. But I don't know. I don't even know what my point is. Uh my well my point is it might be I if I was in a house, I don't think I'd be the ninth person to get axed. I feel like I'm a light sleeper. I might hear the fifth oh, person. No, I'm like, hey, get up.
2: That's Unless he's taking him out with one chop.
1: Maybe to oh, head well, back well head. like i said you, you take the adults out you know i hate to be morbid but like can't be too hard to like crush a, a six-year-old skull with an axe yeah. as opposed to an adult you might get a little bit more fight but a six-year-old's like blah gone another five-year-old blah 10 months whatever that's you know it's probably got easier and easier the younger it got to you know but uh yeah that's crazy that's some crazy shit oof uh kill your whole family that's that's a different type of mindset four of some I mean, yeah
2: I can't even say that because it's, it's in the 1800s. So I can't say for a damn farmhouse. I can't, yeah. It's different. It might have
1: been live. It's like a mansion or something. Yeah, it might have been lit in Athens, Georgia. <laughs> uh, um, that was Fran's story. Tom Wilford? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, that, so that was oh, terrible. And what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, it's my turn to tell you some fucked up shit. So stick around. All right. And we are back. Fran, please prepare yourself. Uh, I got this story from the lineup.com. Mm-hmm. It was written by Robert Walsh. And um, this story to me is almost the white exonerated five. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, it's similar to that story in the way that, you know, you know, false confessions and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, this is my affirmative murder. <clears throat> in early 90s in Austin, Texas, Texas was was shell shocked by a tragic, vicious crime. Late on December 6, 1991, firefighters responded to reports of smoke rising from the I Can't Believe It's Yogurt shop on West Anderson Lane. I don't know why all these yogurt shops always have some kind of fro-yo-you-didn't or some kind of play-on. I've never heard of that one. No. You just made that up? I might have just made that up, but there's other ones like that. I I like puns, but sometimes the pun is you, 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 you... you, you, it's, it's a stretch. You're trying yeah. a little too hard to pull some kind of mm-hmm. reference to a, a movie out of your store, mm-hmm. you know? So, but yeah. So, uh, police responded to the, I can't believe it's yogurt shop on West Anderson Lane. Once inside, the responders found a scene of unmitigated horror. In a yogurt shop? In a yogurt shop. Okay.
2: Is this fro- frozen yogurt? Frozen. Okay. It's fro yo.
1: Mm-hmm. Amidst the inferno were the brutalized bodies of four teenage girls. Mm. Amy Ayers, Jennifer Harbison, Sarah Harbison, and Eliza Thomas. We got two sisters. Two sisters. Okay. At least one of the girls had been raped. Wow. Three were stacked atop each other like kindling, and all had been bound with their own clothing before being shot in the head with a twenty-two caliber handgun. Mm. So this is this is a, a scene from a movie where an assassin came through. Yeah. Shot him, stacked them up, raped one of them, burned the whole building down. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, it was a murder that could appall even the most hardened homicide detective. Immediately, the public placed pressure on authorities to catch whoever was responsible. Four suspects, all teenagers themselves at the time, were charged with the crime. Eight years later, Forrest Wellborn, Maurice Pierce, Robert Springsteen, and Michael Scott. No relation to Michael Gary Scott. Uh grand jury citing a lack of evidence declined to indict Wellborn. The charges against Pierce were later dropped as well. Scott and Springsteen, however, were convicted in late 1999. The pair had confessed to the crime, saying that they committed the rape and murders while the other two stood and watched. Very similar to mm-hmm. Central Park Five. Yep. The exonerated five, I'm sorry. Um, Scott was sentenced to life imprisonment. Springsteen, however, went to one of the best known and most feared places in Texas death row. Now, Corey Wise didn't go to death row, but he did go to a very terrible place right, yeah. when everybody else went to like, you know, teenager jail, which isn't, not to say that that's not bad, but he went in with the big boys mm-hmm. and that's what happened to this young man as well. How old was he? Um, well, they were out of high school. Cause and they were 18. No, no, no. Oh. They, they were arrested, they were all high school age and then they were arrested eight years later. Okay. So, eight years after you graduate from high school, I don't know, 24, 25? 20, yeah, 25, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Before long, cracks began appearing in the case against them. They centered on the fact that their confessions, which they alleged had been coerced, were very detailed. Too detailed for some people's liking. One of the yogurt shop case's investigators, Detective Hector Polanco, was transferred off the case after allegations of his extorting similarly detailed confessions in an unrelated case. So as soon as that happens, that's a red flag. Yeah. One of the people who was involved in this case gets in trouble for making people falsely confess on a different case. The same prosecutor? not well one of the detectives Oh, one. the okay. prosecutor comes after the you know the, the, the detectives in the rooms and yeah the, giving them the sodas or punching them or whatever they're doing to get the confession prosecutor comes after that one of the detectives who was involved in getting the confession was got in trouble and transferred out of his office on a different case but for the because same thing that he's being uh accused of in this case with these two young men right so Which is it's good like, though. it's a good thing. Yeah, it's very good. You, yeah. But you got to. But my point is, you got to go through and, and, and comb through all of his oh, gotcha. uh, confessions and, and, and closed cases that he has, because this is a, this is a technique that he's on the record is using. Because yeah. he got in trouble for doing it.
2: Yeah. What I can't seem to wrap my head around is the part where, um, from when they go through the whole investigation to them being the sentencing. Uh
1: huh. For eight years, they was locked up. No no, even, no, 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 oh. no. The case was unsolved. Oh, it was unsolved. Okay, okay. Was uns- I was about to say. they had they, It was unsolved. Then they found some people to put it on or tried to. It was, it was four of them. Two of them, they couldn't, they didn't have enough evidence. Two of them, they were able to get a confession out of. Okay. And they followed through with it and put him in in jail. I'm about to say this. And one of them went on death row. Hmm. Uh, it didn't help the Austin PD when a photograph surfaced on the internet from video footage of Scott's questioning. The image came from the Austin PD's own camera, and it showed Detective Merrill aiming a gun at Scott's head. Wow. In a in an interrogation room. That's that's I'll not a technique, man. Yeah, whatever you want to... What? I did... Yeah. He was there. He was standing there. Whatever. Yeah, <laughs> As man. As a kid, too? Yeah. Shit. Well, he was what you know, 25? 25. But still. He was still young. Yeah. A young man. Uh, by this point, the defendants had been sentenced to life and spent almost a decade in prison. Wow. The confession provided. The confession, provi- the confession provided were, according to one report, stunningly detailed but decidedly false. Almost like they were fed the information to say, mm-hmm. when the, you know, cut the camera off. What it, you need to tell us what time it was. What kind of car was it driving? I don't know what kind of car was it. Brown? Uh, yeah, it was brown. Was it a like a Dodge-ish kind of? Yeah, yeah, like a like a like a Ram. Okay, yeah, it was Dodge Ram. Okay, so we're gonna cut the cameras back on. Say that. And it's like too much detail for you to just become figure thinking of it on the spot. Like, I don't know. It was like maybe three forty five. It's kind of a specific time to just Mm. say, you know, the allegations against Polanco contributed to having Springsteen's and Scott's cases reviewed and their convictions eventually overturned. There were a number of factors making investigations especially difficult. The Austin Police Department were relatively inexperienced in handling such horrific cases and the public pressure that went with them so this is not really something you could um prepare against anyway something of this you know you're in a small town Austin Texas and then four teenage girls are murdered and burned in a in a building the 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 scrutiny and the in the camera and the media attention that's gonna come from that I don't know if there's too many detectives aside from somebody who's who was like you know yeah, I was on the Jeffrey Dahmer case. Is prepared for that kind of. You might get flustered. Yeah. You know. That's what happened to Marsha Clark and uh, and Chris Darden on that O.J. case. Is like, I don't know, man. We 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 try gangbangers. Yeah. Man. I don't know. This is. We're on CNN. They got. You know. They put Marsha Clark on. Like, is she one of the? Is she hot or not? Like, why mm-hmm. is she on Us Weekly? Yeah. Why are they talking about her looks?
2: You know. So. All right. I might have missed this part. How did they come across to these four? Um teenagers at the time what did they well they
1: all went to the same school and i think they i think they you know just kind of maybe i think they ran in the same circle so they became suspects and so they brought them in okay two of them you know held fast and didn't fall for any kind of bullying or whatever and they didn't have enough um uh evidence on them so they let them go but the other two got forced into a false confession okay
2: yeah i was asked because you know how the the the, uh the, uh, the exonerated five, I uh-huh. thought, you know, they they just was like these kids was out that night and surrounded. Yeah. Well I think how did they, they find I think out you know that, I mean kept in
1: my mind it's a frozen yogurt place. They just, they Probably just, a small town, maybe they were in the vicinity. Just, I mean, did they just it, leave or something like, yeah, like that before Yeah, like I think it was something okay. like that. Like All they right. were in the vicinity and they were in you know man. somebody saw them in a truck or you know, it could be anything like that to put you in the area and then it's like, well let's bring them in. <sighs> that's unfortunate. Right? Wrong it could wrong place, wrong time. It could be a lot of times, I mean uh, do, 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 number up. Yeah. so the police department also faced a plethora of false confessions useless information and leads that went nowhere but still had to be checked at one point the investigation had a list of 342 potential perpetrators so this is what they all went through before they landed on the four guys how many a minute, 342 so again a lot of work. keep in mind something like this happens two of the girls are sisters they're all white it's austin people are coming in droves you need to solve this now who yeah. did this are my kids safe Da-da-da. so you gotta start any lead you get and again I can't remember what documentary I was watching no it was the podcast I was listening to In the Dark where the lady was talking about the mom of the the kid that went missing was saying psychic started calling her and you gotta you wanna go this is a fucking bullshit <laughs> but what if it's you know what I mean you, what if what if it's a it's, it's the killer pretending to be a psychic and so you gotta check the lead out. You gotta go to the barn fifty. You gotta go look. You gotta go r- scratch it off the list. So they got three hundred and forty-two potential perpetrators. They had to go through all of them because mm. it couldn't be ones where you go. I oh, don't know, man. That guy sounded like he was full of shit. And if that's the guy, you lose your job. Yeah. That's it. You it's know, because you, you didn't follow that, that lead. lead. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they had to. They, they had a long. And that's why it took so long for them to get to the to the four guys because mm. they were. You know, you they got were, people breathing down your bag and what. Uh that's the parents the the DA uh, the news you know it's a lot it's a lot of pressure man in all over 50 false confessions had to be debunked including one from serial killer Kenneth McDuff what McDuff who was executed in 1998 on, on unrelated murder charges made a confession on his execution day he was known to be active in the area at the time of the crime and to target teenagers even though his conviction was most likely an effort to gain a stay of execution, he still had to be checked off the list. If, however, McDuff was hoping for a stay, he was disappointed. He died as scheduled. Mm. So they checked it, and they're like, this didn't happen. Go ahead and flip the switch. Mm. So I guess he got a little bit of maybe 15 minutes. You know, he got a little extra 15 minutes, you know. Um, it wasn't until 2006 that the convictions of Scott and Springsteen were overturned because the state appealed against the ruling the pair weren't released until 2009 10 years after they were sent to jail force wellborn force wellborn alleged by the state to have been a lookout while springsteen pierce and scott committed the crime remained scarred by this incident incident which of course he was this is this was a terrible thing to be yeah. a part of uh Oh, yeah. Fellow suspect Maurice Pierce died in December 2010 when a routine traffic stop turned deadly. Mm. Soon after being pulled over by Officer Frank Wilson and Wilson's partner, Pierce fled the scene. Caught by Wilson, Pierce drew a knife and stabbed the officer in the neck. Wilson managed to draw his sidearm and fatally shot Pierce. Wilson ultimately survived the stabbing. That's a white guy. Yeah, they were all white. Hmm. You gotta, stabbed, then you gotta stab an officer for you to get shot to death. Hey, cool. Yeah, man. Yeah, hmm. man. It's Interesting. Hard, uh, it's hard out here. Uh but yeah, um, so but Maurice Pierce, only two of them went to jail for any kind of significant time. Hmm. This guy Pierce might have he went through the system a bit, but the charges got dropped. Hmm. Maurice, uh I mean, I'm sorry, uh Springsteen and wait. So one of the ones that got charged, is the one that got k- killed by the police, right? Oh, one right. of the ones that was, yeah, one part of the four. But like I said, only two oh, of them. I'm saying one of the two. Was, no, no. Oh, he wasn't. He was. He was part of the two that that, that the charges got dropped. What was on. he doing then? I don't know. I, I was gonna say if this <laughs> if this was if this was uh if this was Scott or Springsteen, I would have said. The system, you yeah. know, they got It's spend 10 years behind bars that'll yeah, change anybody, and you became so it's still kind of on the system that he's even running from the police or anything like that. Mm. This kid, uh, this kid Maurice Pierce was just I don't know, man, a rough life, I guess. But he, yeah, he got so he ended up getting shot by the police. Uh, other evidence still remains unresolved. Two unidentified men were seen entering the shop shortly before the time of the crime. According to uh, according to two other customers, both credible witnesses who stopped in for yogurt Sundays, these men arrived shortly before the shop closed and remained after the door had been locked and the shop closed. It was common practice to close up around ten minutes before eleven p.m. Which I don't know any why well, any Froyo place would need to be open that late. But now, now I'm confused. So this happened after the store was closed.
2: Yes. What about the people that worked? Well, I
1: think the girls, the girl, some of the girls work there, there. or if not all of them work there, or maybe two of them work there, and you know there were some friends, and they let them, you know, hang around, and Uh, you know, for them to get to lock the door, and you know, I don't know, flip the clothes, I don't know, just yeah. I mean, there's some some places, little small businesses like that, you, you know, a manager might trust you to to work the shift to, you know, close up and you have a key to lock up or a key to come in early and open early, just you, because you, you know, that's not unheard of. I'm talking about for
2: somebody else to come in there that doesn't, has no ties of working with the company as well. Right,
1: oh, oh, being on, like, well, I mean, if the manager's not there and it's your, and you, you, your girls, maybe y'all going to a party afterwards and yeah, come in, you know, you guys can hang out while we close up and play some music or whatever and then we'll all leave after that and then Hmm. that didn't happen this night. Uh, Yeah, so... Yeah, so th- it's not, it was common practice to, for them to close up about 10 minutes before 11 p.m., unlocking the door to allow any late customers to leave. That also could have been the case. It, yeah, it, it might have been, this might have happened sometime within that 10 minutes or towards the end of the night. And you know, the the two girls were just there getting froyo and they were about to leave, and then the wrong people came in, you know, it's sure, or the, the, well, they the, could have
2: been in the back about to close, but didn't somebody, yeah. one of them didn't go lock it. Somebody, sn- the case is unsolved, been,
1: so I don't even have, I don't have the wow. answers I don't have the mm. answers, you know. Uh, Cold case detectives currently reviewing the case Have yet to identify either of the men Mm. DNA samples discovered at the scene Match neither Scott nor Springsteen Were the two unidentified subjects involved Oh, I'm sorry Were the two unidentified subjects involved Or just casual customers passing through Unless they are found The residents of Austin will likely never know What happened in the yogurt shop that night in 1991 So that was the um, yogurt shop massacre um, that took place in Austin, Texas in 1991. Rest in peace to these um, four young ladies that was, you don't want to get, you know, before you even get a chance to live your life. Uh, Amy Ayers, Jennifer Harbison, Sarah Harbison, and Eliza Thomas. That's terrible. What happened to those young men was terrible. I don't know what the hell was going on with Maurice Pierce. He didn't seem to get. I don't. From what I read, he didn't get put in j- prison and on death row for ten years. So he has no excuse to be stabbing police officers in the neck <laughs> and anything like that. You know. So this
2: was in 1991.
1: This was in 1990. This was the, they were killed in 1991. The four men were brought in as suspects in 1999 or like 1998. I just
2: don't. I don't understand the part about the whole DNA evidence. But
1: why? Well, why one of the women was raped. Okay. So what, what? What? What part don't you understand?
2: Why is it? Why wasn't it used sooner? Is what I'm saying.
1: Well, DNA, you know, nineteen ninety one, maybe in like, 80s. like in the eighties, okay. but it still wasn't common practice nationwide. Oh, okay. But they also maybe they did, maybe it was, and they ran it, but there was no match. But I'm saying, I'm just oh, so you mean I'm for the for the guys? For the guys, though. Hey, man, when them prosecutors get involved, they they can go. Maybe he used, I don't, you know, I don't know the fire, or what 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 they'll do. I see a lot is they just take focus away from that part. Just don't bring DNA. that part up. The DNA especially cuz they got a confession.
2: Yeah, okay. So they got a
1: confession they don't even need to convince you that they raped the girl. They said it. Mm. So it it takes for, it takes for the case to close and then somebody else to come in and reopen the case and go, there's DNA and their DNA doesn't match, you know, on the appeal. And that's what happened. It just that's took up, uh, it man. just took 10 years for that to happen. And they had to spend one of them had to spend 10 years on death row. That's why. So, he's forever changed. That's why I said if it was Springsteen or the other young man who stabbed a police officer, I would go, yeah, man. I mean, he's been 10 years around a bunch of killers. who go, as, a, as a guy who killed four teenage girls, that's not a fun time to be in prison.
2: I'm just saying that's scary for them to be like, they put you in an interrogation room, put a gun in your head and all a sudden. That's not That's man. terrifying. That's
1: beyond uh, coercing. That's That's you. You fear for your life. Just, hey, man, I'll tell you, just get me. You could get anything out of me. Mm -hmm. Some of the stuff, when I hear, like what happened to the Central Park Five, I would hope that me at 15, I would know, I want to talk to my mom. Get my mom in here. I'm not saying anything. I would hope, even if they start roughing you up or whatever, Mm -hmm. but if a gun comes out. What? what are you? Yeah. What is it that you want me to say? I stole a pack of gum. Uh, yeah, you're going to start getting all my yeah. stories, though. <laughs> you know what I mean? I peed in a bottle to try to give it to one of my stepsisters. <coughs> uh, whatever oh. you... Oh, oh, <laughs> you didn't even have a gun on me. Um, but yeah, all ah. this all the stuff's going to come out when you put a gun to somebody's head. It's, what's one thing? To, Do you want to go to jail? And all that, those techniques. Or you know one of them already in the other room already told us that you did it. Mm-hmm. I might be able to dodge some of those landmines. But if you just say fuck it and and just pull the gun yeah. out? It's like, oh, well, hey, I guess I'm going to jail because yeah. I, I think he'll shoot. Me. <laughs> yeah. So it's like jail or, or or die. So that's a crazy... He slipped that joint. Yeah. Yeah, that's Yeah, you know, it could, <laughs> it could go <laughs> bad. Yeah, man, yeah. right. He could be trying to put on a show <laughs> and you die because he fucked up some kind of way. Mm. So yeah, so, yeah. that was my affirmative murder. I liken it. Like I said, I kind of liken it. It's like the white Central Park Five yeah. story. Um obviously not anywhere except near. one of them was up to some shit cause yeah that guy Maurice Pierce was uh, he has no reason to, to uh, have done that yeah <laughs> so he, he he didn't spend much time in the system that's just a rough life mm. you know so uh, but yeah um, very tragic story all around four women dead young women uh, two gentlemen lost ten years of their lives for something mm. they didn't do very sad very rough and then, inconsequentially, a guy who was involved in it stabbed a police officer and got shot. I don't—that doesn't really have anything to do with anything. I wouldn't know what he's doing. Shit, probably running drugs or probably. something. You know, whatever. Will you was, just peel off from the cops. Jail. It wasn't. wasn't a, yeah, it yeah. wasn't a light. It wasn't like a, a traffic infraction. He went to jail. He had waiting I'm getting so. away. Or I'm dying. Yeah,
2: basically. He,
1: maybe they should run his DNA again. I don't know. He <laughs> might have been involved because that, that's what I, That's yeah. why I asked. Was it
2: the one of the two that got
1: arrested? Yeah, that guy. I don't know. Uh, maybe they didn't do enough thorough research. It might be him because that's mm-hmm. you. He didn't go to jail, so he he has no reason to be that savage. Mm. Insanity. Um. Yeah, so that was my affirmative murder. Let's see. Hmm, do I have any recommendations? Like I said, uh, Jaden Smith's new album is super fire. Um, mm, um. Highly recommend Euphoria. I've been watching Euphoria lately. And so get on that. Movie-wise, the only movie I've seen recently is Yesterday. I feel like I gave that praises already. Um, so that's all I really got. I don't really have any suggestions uh, this week. Fran, you got anything? Nah. You know, no movie? You haven't watched a TV show or anything? Busy? mm no nah, man, I mean that heat's wearing me out, man. Oh, yeah, I get home, home, go to sleep. Put the air on. <laughs> Take a shower. I recommend we all we <laughs> yeah. definitely recommend air conditioning. Yeah. yeah. I would highly recommend that. Staying like, cool. That's stay, my recommendation. Yeah, stay indoors, close all the windows, put that shit on 64, and just chill, you know? Nothing like being it's summertime and being in the house with sweatpants on. That's why I got sweatpants. Hey man, it's like, I got
2: sweatpants on now.
1: So cold in the house <laughs> that you gotta warm up. Yep. That's love the it. best. I love it. It's nothing. <laughs> I love that, I, that's up there with sex for me. Yeah, I that's, love it. That's that's that is an amazing feeling to be like, ooh, it's so cold in here. Let yeah. me put on a hoodie. Put a hoodie. Got my and hoodie it's, on. It's August. Woo! Got my socks on. Chilling. Who gives a shit about a gas and electric bill? You know, that's when your money's long. You got the air. On, you got the air on sixty three. Yeah. Oh, you don't give a shit. I go to sleep. It. I'm on sixty five. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. Highly recommend it <laughs> this week both we can both agree on that. Highly recommend air conditioning. Uh get you some of that in your life. And with that being said, I've been Alvin Williams, joined as always by my partner in true crime, Franco Evans. And we'll see you guys next week. Deuces.